Last week became a long podcast. I think it was upwards to 48 minutes. This one will be a lot shorter, but we will, at the end of the podcast, as promised in last week's podcast, get back to the Autoboot trader which I'm currently building. And more than that, we will have a look at the top gainers of the trading tip port, uh, portfolio, which we've been following for almost two years now. I will even show you the biggest losses. Wait just till the end of the podcast and we will get back to it. But it's a new week. It's week 24. And this week, there will be consumer price index numbers tomorrow, the inflation numbers which are expected to come in around just above 4% year over year. And I think it was 0.4% month over month. And on Wednesday, there will be Fed interest uh, rate decision. They will start a meeting tomorrow. And on Wednesday, you will know if they will hike the interest rates even more or if it will stay put for a pause. Interesting week indeed. On top of that, it's been a good month uh, since uh, January. Markets are pushing upwards. Uh, Nasdaq is above 13,000 points. Didn't grow much last week. It was only 0.14% upturn for Nasdaq to 13,259 points. While Dow Jones uh, made a little bit more, 0.34% in the green for Dow Jones last week to 33,877. Tesla totally overbought and maybe some of you picked up the tip uh, regarding uh, Nivita last week and saved uh, a few bucks. That uh, small downturn had to come. It was very obvious. You're listening to the StockInvest.us uh, trading tip podcast with Jim. And if you're a new uh, listener, welcome, welcome indeed. And for those of you who keep following me over all these years, let's see if we can make it more interesting as we will get a little bit more aggressive in the trading. I already mentioned uh, the things that will come up this week because every week we try to look at things that can move the market. So the consumer price index numbers uh, can move the market tomorrow, but I don't expect them to be very off uh, consensus. Even I will be surprised if they come in much higher than uh, consensus, but we will see. They have the potential. And I don't think uh, Fed will um, increase interest rates on Wednesday. I think they will hold back maybe for a month or two. Uh, uh, just try uh, to settle the market. With this basis and knowing that uh, the buy signals are extremely high. Market can just continue upwards. Right now, it's actually very hard to see anything that can switch off to a brutal fall. But these things can come out of the blue. And as I warned you before, I think the major thing will be uh, the Ukraine conflict uh, or the conflict which is brewing with uh, China. I warned you about this a long time ago uh, that it will happen. I said that the China conflict would be hot uh, before first half of 2023. So far, uh, I am wrong about that. But it is indeed uh, escalating in many, many levels. 
these things will change the world they are changing the world indeed uh, it's a little bit hard to keep track of how it's changing because things move slowly it's a little up a little down but in general things are moving down as i mentioned uh, over and over again dollar is losing uh, its value as world currency the amount of uh, trades done in dollars is on a decline and it is happening all over we see and this was as i told you uh, when uh, before the ukraine war started i told you there will be a war in ukraine and i told you about the consequences of uh, the sanctions politics when you use dollar as a weapon you will have uh, a huge downfall in dollar it just has to be and now we see it across the board I like to mention gold uh, simply because uh, one thing I really wanted through all these podcast series was to increase your gains, but most important, reduce your losses because it's so easy uh, to lose everything in a single trade. You can just be in a bad stock with uh, most of your capital, they have a bad, bad quarter results or something really uh, bad happens and half of your money is gone probably happened to many of you listening already most of you should know that losing is hard so that to really gain traction in stock trading uh, or investment you have to be able to reduce your losses and there is many many ways uh, to do this you probably have a car or a house and you have insurances and you can do the same thing uh, in the stock market there are ways to insure your stocks uh, using options for instance which we haven't spoken much about simply because it is using gearing and in gearing you can lose uh, even faster but there is for sure ways uh, to reduce the risk type of uh, insurance in your stock now uh, as an investment uh, I said that uh, due to all the uncertainty in the world with all these wars going we see a recession creeping in uh, germany officially in the recession now uh, every country more or less in europe has huge deficit in their budgets ranging uh, from three to i think eight nine percent deficit in the budget uh, things really doesn't look good uh, if we go under the hood above everything seems to be floating normal but there is a lot of things happening and if these things turn out to be what i think they uh, would be then gold would be a safe haven let's say the world uh, escalates more into conflicts uh, that the co uh, china conflict grows really hot i can promise you that uh, currency will have huge swings while gold will not as much and i think i saw somewhere that if you invested in gold uh, 30 years ago, uh, it's done 70% better uh, than, uh, sorry, the dollar had lost 70% of the value compared to gold. So the buying power you had would be much better off in gold. So that was why I was speaking uh, so much about uh, gold, especially over the last year, I think it lost two years. As you know, I personally also invested into physical gold and gold shares as a hedge, as a security against uh, uncertainty gold had a somewhat okay week last week up 20 dollars to 1973 partially driven by the news that the china uh, state bank is continuing to buying up gold now they have passed more than 2000 uh, tons of gold and the speculation is that they will tie maybe not to juan 
put a new currency in the BRICS because there might be a BRIC currency. Tie it up to gold to make it more secure. Big things uh, forthcoming, big things that will change uh, the world. Many of these things uh, we've discussed over and over again in the podcast, but I think it's okay to mention one more time. The conflict before everything was produced uh, in China, indeed, the West have built up the Chinese power indeed because we just poured money into China. We let them have high uh, taxes on our goods into the country and no taxes on their goods going out of the country, even being uh, subsidized by the government made it impossible to compete with China and we were happy about it, buying as cheap as we could. Absolutely everything. That means that many, many of, uh, or most of the big industries are heavily dependent on China. We saw this in the car industry uh, when COVID broke out and there was lockdowns and logistic issues. It was impossible to get bumpers to cars, for instance, and then it was impossible to get chips to the cars. These things cause huge uh, disruptions. Uh, they are a part uh, of the inflation reason, uh, but they put so many limitations on the business. We have to do understand that we cannot produce as cheap as they do in China, in the West. Now, all the conflicts with China make China more uh, aggressive on their trade policies, and we see small sanctions here and there, uh, here and there on the Chinese trade. These things will cause a disruption in the way we produce goods and the cost of goods, especially in the West, in the year to come. A small example is, uh, for instance, uh, Germany and uh, France. They now look for other countries to produce. Last week I mentioned to you that Apple, for instance, moved the production from China to India to be not so dependent on China and all the conflicts which are ongoing around China. But moving the production to India may not be so safe because India said that uh, they do not tend to be the slaves uh, of the US. US uh, and NATO pushing for India to have a entrance into NATO and they said no, it will not happen. They do not want to be a part of that conflict. BRICS getting tighter, more inclusive can also cause uh, them uh, to put some restrictions on their export. But more over so is that they are 40% of the world trade alone. Now, if they start circulating more and more goods among themselves, which they already are and they will increase, that will also have an effect on the Western production. And uh, maybe you followed uh, all the semiconductor issues, knowing that the United States now is trying everything to build semiconductor industry in land, not to be so dependent on Taiwan, which is the uh, main center of semiconductor production, but also the conflict point between China and US. So there is a lot of things uh, going on. And I think for sure that the world will change and we will have to see. Interesting uh, thing uh, indeed is that uh, while 
inflation target always been two percent now they say that okay well maybe it should be three percent inflation target that's the target that the feds and all the bank governments will try to achieve not increase more than two percent per year that is an indication that they think that there is no chance to get inflation under control uh, that it will just keep uh, pushing upwards only thing that can push uh, inflation down is a huge recession what will be remains to see so far we know that uh, the debt ceiling was lifted in the united states they will have till uh, january 2025 i believe uh, they will have the access to use upwards to i think it was four trillion dollars and if you go back to previous history and this doesn't matter if it's uh, Democrats or Republicans, if it's uh, household, anyone that has accessible money tend to spend it. So you can just assume that they will spend the money. And I believe uh, they will spend it in a frantic pace over the next year before, uh, before the election. One thing is to buy votes, of course. Uh, and the other thing is, of course, to keep up their promises from uh, the election. All of these things indicates to me that inflation is not going anywhere too much money is being printed put it into circulation and that is the one thing that brings inflation up but we can see more pushes again in green tech green tech was super hot uh, more than a year ago or something uh, and uh, then died a little away but i think there might be a new upturn in green tech and uh, now is a good chance to do that as we see uh, wildfires in Canada and we see a lot of smog in the major cities of the United States. So pushing that uh, green uh, deal may uh, very well come into the mainstream attention and that can put uh, attention to green tech stock. So that uh, will be the first stock tip of the day. I think there might be a revolution in green tech that green tech again uh, will uh, bloom now uh, most of us uh, we follow uh, the the electric cars these are simple because everyone knows tesla and then we have xpli neo and all of this and many of these are really hammered the problem with chinese cars is that there are still talks about banning chinese stocks uh, on u.s markets delisting them and that's a huge problem you do not want to sit in a stock which can be delisted but still there should be trading options in anything related to green technology that of course include solar technology last week i told you that the buy signals were very very high and usually you will have a correction down when they are so high but i said at the same time when being this high they can just continue to push upwards. now the market didn't move much last week but still managed to end in green this week the buy signals are even higher across the world there is now 36 percent buy signals uh while nasdaq went down from 39 to 36 uh new york stock exchange is actually up from 38 to 40. so if you look at america and the u.s stock markets the buy signals are in the very very upper part and here usually two things happen either you have a uh, 
continuous rally. Just have a look at the Tesla chart. Look how Tesla went into overbought. I think it was around 203 dollars, pushing all the way up to what is it now? 245, uh, 46, 47 dollars, all in overbought. This may very well happen to the market when markets get too optimistic. They tend just to push higher. So I'll not be surprised if we get even higher. But be warned that the risk increases every single day. Now you may ask, so what does that mean? Does that mean that we will get back to a uh, uh, downwards trend? What, what, what is the case? No, it doesn't mean that we have to get down to downwards trend. It just means that there can be a total natural correction. Because if you look at the long-term uh, charts, more and more signs say that we might actually be in a bull market. My prediction was that the bull market would be 27th of May 2023. Uh, that was my prediction maybe half a year or a year ago. Uh, I just set the date and gave you the reason why. I'm not so sure this will be uh, the case. Uh, but very happy to see all the solid support that we have built down to 10,000 points on Nasdaq. Uh, because it means that if uh, we get into scary markets, we should see that the support will hold quite good. And you just need some time. And for things that can uh, cause the market to really crash has to be something big. And my guess remains the same. Still the same. It's related to all these conflicts which are popping up everywhere when the world again is back into a cold war between the east and the west and this time it's not just only us russia now it is the west really against uh, the east or the north against the south depending how you want to watch it look at it but uh, it is really really building up at fast pace with BRICS being their own uh, trading segments separating from the world. So this also said that they are dead tired of uh, US international politics uh, and uh, these groups together. And you shouldn't underestimate their power, their economic power as China has grown, as I said, because of over neglections has grown insane over the last 20 years to become a true super power economically and military sadly also military hopefully there will be a bridge someday as i said i am a peaceman despite i have been uh, in uh, afghanistan i've been in kosovo i've been in lebanon i've been uh, several places uh, serving as a mine bomb diffuser uh, I uh, sadly believe that there will be more problems, but my hope is always the same, that we will see someone start to use the word peace and talk about peace uh, as such. Because it's the only way that the world can progress, it will not progress uh, arming up, I guarantee you that. In, through all history, uh, arming up has never ever benefited anyone except the war industry and those benefiting from the war industry and that is why i told you and i will keep telling you because this is about stocks this is about investments this is where you can make your money 
Sadly, there is money and tons of money to be made in the war industry because these things are not going away tomorrow. They will push fat, fat dividends. So if you're looking for dividend stocks, military industry complexes, they will be. And if you're lucky, you find one of these companies which still can uh, increase their production. There are huge limitations of uh, ammunition productions right now because you are not able to get uh, the parts that you need, etc. Uh, but find someone with that growth potential and you can just harvest money like a farmer harvest two, three times per year. There will be so much money to be made in the war industry for years to come. Boeing for, is one of the companies and Lockheed Martin, of course, that is really benefiting huge from this. Should be a super safe place to invest uh, your money. Take advantage of the political climate as is now oil uh, fell last week to 69 dollars been pushing a little bit up and down a little bit up and down struggle to get a foothold despite saudi arabia uh, cutting their production by 1 million barrels per day the OPEC plus uh, oil is not moving as i thought when it moves a little bit up the car coming uh, conflict news about China and uh, China having problems with the economy and then the oil is falling because everything is based on the estimation of future supply and demand. But I remain bullish uh, to oil. I don't think it will go away uh, anytime soon. But lowering oil is good for the world economy, just so you know. So from an investment perspective, we want oil to go down. Because that will fuel economy around the world. It will keep inflation under uh, check and uh, initiate growth. So we want oil to be uh, going down in general. Uh, but still, I keep uh, a huge bet into oil-related stocks. And I think it's a bargain at current deals. Gold, as I said, up $20 to $1,973, while the 10-year Treasury yield also went up uh, a little bit last week, currently staying at 3.74%. With all the debt ceiling coming out, uh, the lifted uh, and money, uh, these things has to be uh, turned into hard currency. There will be tons of nice bonds coming out with huge yields. So if you want to reduce your risk and sleep a little bit better, do know that there will be tons of bonds you can buy, uh, yielding very high, nice uh, dividend and uh, interest on your return, your return uh, uh, of investment. So you will you will easily get my guess is five, six, seven percent uh, in fixed steady income. Might be a good choice uh, if you feel that stock market is getting to your nerves. Now that was a long uh, uh, introduction into getting to the main point. So what will happen this week? I told you Fed will have their uh, meeting on Wednesday. Start uh, tomorrow and we'll conclude on Wednesday. Consumer price index will come tomorrow and there is really nothing, nothing majorly big happening as we week. Hopefully it will be a quiet week where Nasdaq will manage to crawl into green. But I will not be surprised if uh, there will be some uh, 
volatility we will see but not as much volatility as last week i expected to be less than last week volatility is good if you're a day trader because that makes for huge swings when the market is minus down then up to two uh, percent plus then down to one uh, percent plus all these swings are super for trading if you like scalping and uh, of the week uh, i think that the market currently is uh, overbought i will stay uh, very restricted uh, in my uh, views uh, i find it personally uh, bigger chance that we will have a downturn than an upturn but remember again the sentiment is as we speak very positive so to bring the markets down there has to be more negative news uh, coming out market will uh, view a fed pause as positive a consumer price index numbers they can surprise us tomorrow but i do not think so job numbers are finally creeping uh, up we will know more about that on thursday now 25 minutes into the podcast and uh, we will look at the trading portfolio i promised you that i would start summarizing the trading tip portfolio which we've been following for two years now in this uh, podcast series reason why i will summarize it is because we will finally end it we will get into more aggressive uh, trading and uh, change also the podcast series a little bit in how it's made how it's put together uh, and the content of it some of you uh, may remember the glorious days uh, of uh, 2022 markets were falling but the trading tip portfolio was doing very good 2023 hasn't been that good currently sitting in three stocks chevron somedica and footlocker last week these three stocks i told you i would not invest into more stocks last week uh, last week these stocks uh, gained a little footlocker was uh, up i think it was 27 at one point it fell a little bit back at the end of the week and was more or less unchanged over the week but uh, while the chevron made uh, for a little upturn so america stayed more or less the same so this trending sport, uh, uh, podcast which uh, portfolio which we will end uh, uh, maybe next week or the week after i will have to have a, a small break uh, next week actually i expect the podcast to be delivered on tuesday and not monday by the way because i will be away on monday i'm not sure if i will be able to uh, make the podcast uh, as i will be traveling a bit but it will be uh, tuesday but in general uh, there might be a week or so off in july anyway we will end uh, the podcast i will tell you exactly when we end the trading tip uh, part of the podcast but let's have a quick summary of how it did. I promised you to tell you which stocks, which trades did the very best. And uh, in uh, there are so many good trades. Let's uh, start with a simple thing uh, first. I told you over all this podcast, I said one thing. Reduce your losses, increase your gains. How do we reduce your losses? We use trailing stop losses. No matter how good you are, you will not have 100% win rate. Anyone telling you they have 100% win rate is lying. You should aim to do better than 50%. That is what you should aim to. If you're able to do that, reduce your losses, you will have a winning strategy. 
over all these trades, uh, we have done, or I have done, 138 trades. 54 was made with losses. 84 was made with profit. Average uh, loss, because we use stop loss, was 2.66%. So I lost, in average, on the trades where I lost, minus 2.66%. In most of these cases, you know that I have a trailing stop loss around 5%. It just means that stock went a little up and then uh, started to fall. Uh, and as the trailing stop loss never go down, it was cut uh, much, much lower. So losses made for minus 2.66%. Now the gains, it was 84 trades made uh, in profit. They have an average gain of 11.1%. Here are some of the major scores. Week 9 in week 2022. I did a Mullen trade, it did 35.8%. And I told you that everything looks like it's possible to do it again. So I did the same trade in week 10, did 36.1%. And I continue to do week 11, same company. Mullen, by the way, which is totally hammered and may not survive. Did another trade for 22.3%. Then, at the same week, uh, week 11, I went into an all-timer, which we've been doing many times in this uh, podcast portfolio. Diffusion made 62.79% profit on Diffusion in week 11. And we continue the week 12 with Sen, uh, 39.9%. Board drilling was bought in week 13, made 42.15%. Uh, I bought Tesla, uh, been in and out of many of these stocks, but these are the major scores from the stocks. Tesla was bought in week 29, giving 26.67%. Mullen was back on the table again in 43, making 22.78%. Uh, Neo was bought in week 43, giving 23.16%. XPEV was bought in week 47, giving 65.75%. Meta was bought in week 51, giving 43, uh, sorry, 62.46%. That was the obvious trade. And Mullen again in week 1, giving 43.33%. And uh, the best stock uh, after that uh, was actually Pinterest, which was closed last week at 10.83. And there is tons and tons of stocks doing anywhere uh, between uh, 10 and uh, 20% and a few are down at 1, 2, 3% uh, gains. These were the absolutely best buys uh, of last year, making for a super profit last year and also this year. There were a few stocks uh, doing really bad. And if you remember, uh, Netflix bought in week uh, 3, if I remember, gave 12.97%. What happened was that I had stop loss on Netflix, but they had a bad, bad quarter results coming out. And the stock fell more than 30%. And then I told you from this point, it will just be about rescuing the profit because I thought there would be a bounce up expecting a loss. We managed to climb back quite much, but had to sell Netflix with a loss of 12.97%. Now, in week one, the same thing happened. Then I was in the Fate stock. Uh, and Fate 
had a loss of a contract, causing an opening, a super bad opening. I think the stock was down 50%. Uh, and I told you back then the same thing. I think that there will be a natural bounce up. I will manage to scoop back some of the losses, but we had uh, to take a 31.54% loss in fate. And Mulni week 10, we had to take an 8%, almost 9, 8.7% loss. So these are the absolutely biggest losses of the trading portfolio. And just to repeat it one more time. So what is the consensus of all of this except, except being very good? Reduce your losses, reduce your losses, use trailing stop loss or a fixed stop loss. Whatever your broker offer you is the best way. You will see, as I said, over and over again, you will see some of your trades being cut too early. Cut by stop loss just to see the stock move up, up, up afterwards. But do this exercise on 10 trades and I promise you, you will start to see a trend. When you have done 20 stocks and you look back of it, you will understand why why and why this using training stop loss or stop loss in general will save you from huge losses the stop loss will make the decision for you because the hardest thing you can do is sell buying is so easy selling is super hard because we're humans we are made out of hopes we think it will turn uh, next minute next half hour we sit with one loss and the next day we increase the loss the third day we increase it more, even more and usually when we are so out of uh, hope, uh, we end up selling just to see the stock rebounds. Most classical trading pattern there is use stop loss uh, to reduce your losses. Now, uh, let's finish, as I said, three stocks remain in the trading portfolio. We'll follow them next week until I say that this is the end uh, of the podcast as we move to a more aggressive thing and i told you already how we will do this we will use a technique which i started on very very early and been mentioning uh, for a long time we will pick up stocks that have been hammered uh, way too low and we will do the rebounds trades i think it's a very good time to do that i think it's where we can make a lot of money i want to try to repeat it and uh, playing very safe because most of the stocks that we bought, yes, the heavy lifters of was Mullen, uh, penny stocks like DFN, uh, diffusion pharmaceuticals, etc. But these, as I told you, we have a portfolio. We had it all the time with five, uh, anywhere from one to five stocks at any given time. So it was calculated risk. All of these were very calculated. I told you that we will put a certain amount into this stock, knowing that the risk is high because the reward can be high. That is why the average of the gains were only 11% because most of the trades were done in very liquid stocks, good stocks. <coughs> now, last week I mentioned to you that I am building um, a, a Autobot trader. Uh, so we will for the future podcast, we will do two things. We will follow uh, the auto trader and you will have my more aggressive trading portfolio uh, as well. Where I want to start with a small amount. Uh, you are happy to come with comment how much I should start. Should I start with uh, something that you can follow? $500, $1,000, $10,000. You just mentioned uh, the amount uh, and I... Uh, will put that in because I want to do what I how I started trading how I became in love with trading 
so many years back in 1996 was following a certain strategy and I want to try to see if we can redo it and go uh, a little bit more aggressive. The other strategy uh, is, of course, as I told you, I do not have time for all these training things. Uh, so my goal was always to build a boot, have total control of all aspects of the boot from single generation to the actual buying. And uh, so far, uh, I'm well on the way. Last week, I introduced Megashark. Trader, I just called it Megashark. We might change the name and you are happy to comment below in uh, the podcast if you're uh, watching on YouTube. If you think you have a good name uh, for this Trader boot, because uh, it's currently being built so you can come if you have a good name uh, I might just implement it but for the time being I'm calling it mega shark if you are listening on Spotify or other audio devices so this will also be available as video on Spotify also but also on YouTube and I'm just showing the screen print of uh, sorry the screen uh, from the trading boot a few of you uh, contacted me see so how can I log in uh, and create account you cannot uh, just yet and don't be confused uh, about stock invest and getagraph now the trading portfolio is at getagraph.com this is my playground it is where I built uh, my things which I'm testing out to see if they have any user value and if they have the user value, we slowly integrate it in to the stockinvest.us site. There is no connection between the login details here and stockinvest. This is a total separate page. And so far there is, I haven't opened for anyone to register or login. I might do it at some point. Uh, but this again is just a tool where I put up a lot of things. I look how users react, what they like to use, and uh, what they don't for instance you can go and watch uh, candlestick signals and see which companies give buy signals or sell signals from candlestick on the page getagraph.com on the screen we can see the administration um, panel what i wanted to do is build everything as easy as possible so it's like super super easy to use and when you see it the first time you just have to add two pieces of um, String code, it's your, uh, it's your API credentials from uh, the trader and it will connect to the trader. Then you just have to activate uh, automatic trading. Again, I'm watching uh, Norwegian. I will switch to English. So I will switch to English so that we can see it. Um, uh, easy for you to see. Next step is just click the bottom to activate auto trading, which you can see that I have done here. And last week I experienced something which I had forgotten about. If you do too much trading, you can be flagged as a day trader. If you're being flagged as a day trader, your account can be closed unless you have $25,000 on your bank account uh, at the time and keeping that amount at all time. You have to be above that amount and I uh, wanted to build this so that you uh, also can follow uh, with a much smaller investment so I had to start rebuild things uh, a little bit I added a button for day trading active meaning that you can you can activate and deactivate if you are a day trader now if you're not a day trader the system will make sure 
that you are not caught by day trading pattern and your account is being frozen. So uh, it will do much less uh, trades and I will build more algorithms to make really good stocks. There are some information more uh, uh, on the panel, like you can set the trading amounts uh, that you want uh, to use and you set, of course, the stocks that you want. For this, I only have Microsoft, Apple, Tesla, Nvidia and Lucid uh, currently ongoing. So this uh, is new. The day trading pattern uh, is new uh, add-on into it. On the view side, you can watch the view side yourself. If you go to getagraph.com, click where it says shark in the top menu, you can see my portfolio. It's not, uh, I, I don't think I made it for mobile yet, so you have to use desktop. I might do the mobile version this week. I will just give you a view over and you can see I write some of the things that I do, like uh, July 7th, I wrote that automating trailing stop loss has been added. I added that. All of this caused uh, a few issues into the system, which I'm still have to solve. I see some uh, trades were duplicated while all trailing stop loss was not set properly so, there is, uh, uh, properly. so there is a bit more to do. You can follow currently today. It looks like it will be a green opening because pre-trade is already indicating that I'm up 152, almost 153 dollars. You can see which stocks currently are bought. Oh, and I can see that uh, here are some errors we will uh, we will fix we will fix them uh, here is a better view so you have the stocks uh, that we follow I made uh, also uh, so you can sort and check the tables for the different trades look up previous trades and you can print it and you can do a lot of things PDF Excel etc the unfilled uh, orders are uh, the stop loss, uh, these are not executed. When they are executed, they go from unfilled to filled order. So here you can see there is a trailing stop loss for Apple 11 stocks at 177.44. If you go further down, you can see that there is another one for Apple at 11 stocks uh, at 178.59. Uh, so these has not been activated because as we saw above apple is still active in the portfolio with 44 uh, stocks still uh, bugs to squeeze out and you can uh, go to the very bottom uh, of the page uh, to check out different profits made uh, from it so you can see that for instance in microsoft uh, there has been realized a profit of 1290 dollars uh, and uh, apple has also uh, produced a profit please be aware uh, there are some bugs uh, in the system i will squeeze them out uh, one by one and continue to grow the portfolio at some point i will invite a few of you to try it yourself if you want to try it forthcoming i think that will be uh, still a few weeks before i will do that so a few of you uh, who may want to try this uh, yourself, auto trading boot, you don't have to put in uh, actual money because you can open a paper trader account just to see how it works. We will get back to that. Now, 43 minutes podcast, it's time to 
ended. There is things to do. It's a beautiful day here in Vilnius. I hope you have a very beautiful day. I hope you will have good trades this week, that you will be able, as always, to put some greens into your bank account. And when we speak next week, you are better off than you were this week. Until next week, just have a good, good, good week. Bye. Welcome to StockInvest.us Stock Analysis. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions.